do you have it in your head that you need to have an actual physical brick and mortar in order to be successful and to start a real estate team? Guess what? We are going to talk about all the ways that a team could look like and some of the things might surprise you. Let's dive in. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Okay, Bus Bench Babes, I remember the good old days when there was a little office, my very first real estate job. It was in a strip mall. It was fancy. I wore pantyhose every day. I know (laughs) I'm dating myself. And we all had cubicles and everybody got there at a certain time. And we had a secretary. And when leads came in, she would text them to our pagers. Stop it. She would call them into our pagers. Oh my gosh. It was real fancy. And guess what? Things have changed so much. So much. You don't even need brick and mortar anymore. And you can be extremely successful in real estate. Like we're going to dive into all all the things like you don't have to have a fancy office and you can still be insanely successful in this career. Yeah, we're going to share a little bit about how we do things here at the BPR experience and without brick and mortar and how that can be you too. You can grow, you can expand, you can pivot all without that shiny office, right? That we actually would have a really nice office. But without that shiny without building. Without the pantyhose. Yeah, with, and without the pantyhose. I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to bring that back anytime soon. No. I don't even know <laughs> where to buy pantyhose. Gross. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I would die. Oh, uh, So, Beth, like, what? So, I have no idea because I did not live real estate whatsoever yeah. back then. But, like, what did it look like? Like, what did that setting look like back then? Well, I I'm remember. I'm but. Yeah, so, like, we had an office and it was... The, you know, there was like a receptionist area in the front and Rose was our secretary at our office. And this was at Prudential Tropical Realty in Lando Lakes, Florida, in a suburb north of Tampa. Lando Lakes, Florida. Lando Lakes. And they did not serve cream and butter like we do with our (laughs) Lando Lakes here in Minnesota. And my broker had an office that was right off the lobby and the lobby was decorated terribly and... They didn't give me free reign to decorate it. And then you went in the back and it was super dark and like fluorescent lighting. And there was all these janky cubicles. It's like you would imagine an office in the 80s. Yeah, like basically totally. like my head like think totally movie. like that's what I think of. And this was like the late 90s. This reminds me of like when I worked at the New York Post. Yeah, it was it, really it was very, old school. And then we had like a folding table lunchroom in the back. Oh, and then the office started growing and so then they expanded and we moved to a different spot in the strip mall and then they actually made it really nice with like a resource room and this and that but it was it was exactly like what you expected like, like they gave me space? a cubicle Did it make, 
Make was a phone yeah and they're like where's the stapler <laughs> yeah that guy yeah, i love it it That's was so terrible funny. and so then you're trying to have conversations and you're in cubicles but like it's all open above you it was really bad and since then things have evolved quite a bit there's yeah. some gorgeous real estate offices that yeah i mean there's some brands that spend tens of millions of dollars on real estate offices they're fabulous yeah remember kyle whistles Oh my God, his office in San Diego. It's amazing. Well, and Dan Beer's yeah, office amazing. is gorgeous. Parker yeah. just built a new office. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of our business partners that have really amazing offices that are not like the traditional office. They're like lifestyle. They're so spaces. Cool. They're so cool. And although they're shiny and beautiful, and we love them, and they can be hard when you compare yourself to that, right? Totally. When you're not operating in that space, then. So I think that there are a lot of people out there that are like kind of struggling with what I, I don't look quite like that. Well, I, right. I can't afford that. Like, let's be real. So like, where do I fit in here? How can yeah. I still grow my business? And do you think like, because that's what everyone did this, that's where the desire came from. Like that's basically. I think so. Cause I think that's just like the old school model. Even when I worked at Keller Williams, you know, I had an office in Eden Prairie, not far from my house. But I would get to the office really early and I was nine times out of 10. I was one of the first two people there and I got so much stuff done. But then once everybody started coming into the office, I did not get anything done. Just chatting. Oh, yeah. Just like water cooler chats. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, you know, kind of one of the more seasoned agents. So then everyone would be like, Beth, I've got this scenario. Can I run this by you? (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God, this is like I want to be that resource for people. However, that's not moving my needle forward either. So like I had to be really diligent with my time. So I didn't miss lead generating because I'm deal doctoring for other people. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be able to do do it all. Yeah. So then, you know, like when COVID happened, um, when everyone shifted to working from home, I didn't even have an office. Mm -hmm. I had I sat at the kitchen island for the first couple of months. I'm like, well, this is weird. So then I moved to my kitchen table. <laughs> not because you're on 8 million Zooms a day. So I'm like, yeah. all right, what's going to be a pretty background? Because I didn't like blur my background. Um, and then I got a portable desk on wheels that was in the kitchen. But then if people came over, then I would wheel it into the closet. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> but I'm like, it just, it didn't feel, I don't know. It felt really temporary. And it felt really weird. And I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to go back to the office. And then when the time came when we could go back to the office, I'm like, this doesn't feel really good either. I don't know that I want to be in this space either. I felt like I got way more done when I was at home. But then I took one of the guest bedrooms and turned it into an office. And I'm like, okay, now this feels like an official space. It's lovely. Where I can come in here and I can shut the door. I have access to a bathroom. like, And I can like just put my head down and get to work. And then when Carrie started working from my home office every day, now it feels like we have like a mini office. It totally does. And these new desks are rocking. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Sitting out here. But I think what all of this has shown us is that like I don't have to have like this fancy, shiny office in order to be successful. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're starting up a team, there's so many expenses that. (laughs) <laughs> way more than you it's, even think it's more that than you're, you're, have. you're even anticipating it's yeah. so much more and so I, if you can streamline some of those expenses and not have this big shiny fancy office clients don't care where you office invest in an assistant over an office 
Well, it's my totally (laughs) so many times that you just are going to meet them either at their house or you meet at a coffee shop. Yep. There's a lot of co-working spaces. If you need like a conference room, it's there's so many options. I mean, we we've even made this space work to record podcasts. We've recorded the podcast from day one here, except for the one time we had to pivot (laughs) because of, you know, the jackhammering outside. Right. But really, we've recorded from here. And this isn't a podcast studio. No, but it works just fine. Yeah, we literally shut the doors mm-hmm. and, you know. We've made so much happen. And, yeah. you know, using the same space. Yeah, I think there's way. a lot of agents out there right now that are building these big podcast studios and they're lovely. making it all fancy schmancy. And they're amazing. But you don't need to do that either. Mm-hmm. You there can literally be it. podcasting at a desk like we are right this very second absolutely if you have information to get out there to your clients get it out there yeah any way that you possibly can let's chat a little bit about how we make our everyday work and kind of like what the structure looks like for the team right now which is constantly changing but like what does it kind of look like the space that we have yeah so carrie and i are in the office um every day just like normal office hours Mm -hmm. and i you know get ready and walk down the hall carrie comes over here and we just kind of start our day. She brings lunch and puts it in the refrigerator. And, you know, I have like some really nice outside spaces. So on days when the weather's really nice, like we'll sit outside at the table and work. Um, we'll eat lunch outside or, you know, there's been times that we've gone for a walk. I'm like, bring your walking shoes and let's just like get out of the office and get out of our heads for a few minutes. And let's go like do a mile lap and get some fresh air. Yeah. Then you come back and you're like, oh, God, I feel so much better. Uh. And then we do a team check-in at the beginning of the week yep. and a creative check-in, creative um, check-in monthly. with our um, our leadership team. Yep. And then I'll ask agents, like, who's going to come out to the office and work today or this week yep. and just kind of get an idea of who wants to, like, work together, or script practice, or are we working on a listing that we're launching? And just, like, okay, at the beginning of the week, we're doing that check-in of, like, this is what's happening this week. This is, like, our big things that we need what to... What do people need this week? Yeah, yeah this where we need we to at? accomplish. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we'll meet at a coffee shop. Like, last week, Jen and I met at this coffee shop that she's been wanting to try, it was awesome. Like we were both kind of in between my office, her office, her home office. And we met for like a few hours and just kind of got caught up and talked about some deals and talked about new leads and this and that. And it was a perfect way for us to like catch up and be face to face. Yeah, we still have teamwork days. We still are like seeing each other, whether yep. it be Zoom in person, like there's still that community feel, yep. which is really special about what we've been doing here, I think. And it gives uh, agents quite a bit of flexibility. And all of us quite a bit of flexibility. Right. So we all have different work styles too. Like if you throw me into an office setting every single day, I would get like a 10th done of what I can get done right. at home. And so like just sort of figuring out like what works for us as a team, I think has been really beneficial. Yeah. And those weekly check-ins are like crucial. Yeah. And I think just maybe there's that misconception that if you've been in real estate for a while, you maybe aren't used to a virtual office situation. And so here's a situation like I have been at EXP now for over two years and I've had several conversations with our broker, you know, about different things and, you know, via email and texts and stuff. And we had talked on the phone once, but I had never met her face to face. So I just reached out just out of the blue, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago and said, hey, would you like to meet for coffee sometime? I'd love to meet you. We met at Starbucks. And it was awesome, like putting that face and that name together. 
And then, you know, I needed a question answered this week. She's like, hi, Beth. Like she knew immediately who I was. And for having uh, her being a brokerage over 1,500 agents Whoa. here in the metro area, for me to be able to just pick up the phone and be like, hey, Michelle, I have to, you know, can I pick your brain about something? Do you have a minute to chat? Sure. What do you got going on? She gave me my answer in like three minutes. I'm like, thanks. Awesome. Have a great day. But now that we made that connection, but you the old that old school theory that you have to have this big fancy office nobody cares anymore that's no. just not important you can still build community and network without it absolutely it's, it's pretty pretty easy actually absolutely something else i think worth mentioning here is real estate is such a human being business we talk about this quite a bit and with that we all operate differently and having respect and space for agents on the team and everyone else working on the team to be able to to really like get into the, their best work environment mm-hmm. right like what works best for them when are they going to be the most productive what do they need and mm-hmm. so many times we have heard and you know conferences and that kind of thing like go hard and everyone's just this like machine for like lead generating and like we've talked about this a lot where people the expectations that we place on everyone are so high and we're not we're all human beings operating in a different space mm-hmm. so really like making sure that we're setting everyone up for success in the environment that works really well for them while still supporting them has been the best for us Mm -hmm. really and it just goes back to like we're working in such a relationship building business and yet i have heard firsthand many teams not treating their agents like human beings and it just doesn't make sense to me so that is something i think that also to be really aware of as you grow a team or as you 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 go into that space more Yeah, I love that. Okay, so let's talk about a couple actionable items here. If you're feeling like I'm ready to start a team, but I don't have that office space or I don't have that fancy brick and mortar that I really think that I need, like what are two things that I could do today to like get me one step closer to that? Yeah. Yeah? We use Slack. Oh my God, I love, I could hug Slack. Slack is amazing. But you know what? I mean, like remember (laughs) in our our infancy of getting used to Slack, it was a little bit of a shit show. There was was a little bit of a learning curve and I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to use this. When it was Slack and text messages, I almost lost my freaking mind. Yeah. I was like, absolutely not. This is not, we're not using Slack and a million text messages a day because you don't hear from me in 20 seconds on Slack. There was yeah. a definite like, so have some have some grace, some breathing room, like yep. get everyone adjusted because there is an adjustment there. Um, but Slack has been a total game changer for us. And it's such an easier way to keep things organized. Yeah. Like if you're just texting. With all the Slack channels. Of yeah, I mean, like I can have to do like, something. Yeah, you and I can have a conversation. Yeah. Or Jen and I can have a conversation. It doesn't need to be like this big text thread with everybody on it. Yeah. And which let me just talk about group text mess. Can there needs to be something done about that? Yeah, that's a whole nother show. Yeah, we still call each other. You know, we still are are face face to face and call each other. But so much can live in Slack and it keeps it organized. It allows you to have personal space. It allows us all to have the lives that we have outside of this work. Yeah, it's such a respectful like boundary that it's just it's wonderful. So I can't we should have got a code for Slack, Beth. I know, right? Darn it. Well, I love that it also, (laughs) like you had mentioned, like it's organized. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for, you need to refer back to X, Y, or Z, like 
I needed something for our podcast recording day to day. So I just went into our podcast thing on the Slack and I'm like, yeah, it was right there. It's so nice. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even need to reach out to you and be like, hey, because I knew you probably had a busy morning before you came over here. It was so nice to just have all of that information at my fingertips mm-hmm. instead of like, what text thread was that? What email oh my was that? I know. You'll never was it find all- it. Was it five people on the text thread or was it just me and Beth? Yeah. Um, and you can send voice memos in Slack. Yeah, it's amazing. It's magical. It's, I, yeah. If you're not using <laughs> Slack and you are growing, you have a team of any form or fashion, even if you just are an agent and you have an assistant and a transaction coordinator, Slack will change your life. Yes. It will change your life. It will change your life. Second thing to mention is, you know, consider EOS. We implemented EOS. Gosh, how long ago was it? year two um, oh my god i don't even know this year okay not even that long carrie started reading the books last yes, year but we yes. started it kind of yes. like this beginning of this year so we are implementing still eos um it is a learning curve there's a lot of implementation there it's a lot of figuring it out however we've implemented quite a bit and it has been really good so if that is something and you've probably heard a lot of other agents or you know team leads talking about this but if that's something that you can implement from the get-go do it you could do it right away just yeah. do it. It's it's really good. Yeah. It's such a great way to be able to have accountability mm-hmm. for checking those rocks off of your big to-do and list. And accountability is the biggest problem in real estate. Let's be real. Let's be real. Where it's not the it's market. True. It's not it interest rates. It's not the market. It's accountability. I'm going to go on the record saying that. Yeah. Um. So another one is schedule regular team working or training days. Yes. And you can do this via Zoom. So I have um, a friend, business partner, and she runs a team and she lives in a different state from where her team is. And so she sells real estate in one part of the country and then her team is where like she grew up. And they will all get on Zoom and they will all have just Zoom up on their computers or on like a secondary screen but they're all working, doing their own tasks. So it's like they're all in the office together. <laughs> and so they call it just like a Zoom working day. Cool. And so then everybody's accountable because everybody needs to be on Zoom, like showing their face. But someone could be lead generating and someone else could be like working on social media. So everybody's doing what they need to be doing. But they're all like feeling like they're in the same space. And then we also so cool. do stuff in person. So kind of yes. we'll do a combination of both. Like our masterminds and things we do in person always yep and then in some of the team meetings we do in person as well so we're getting together in person and zoom and the combination seems to work really well for life yeah just life in general i think so too um and then the last one we (sighs) love like culture and community on the bpr experience and so like we plan activities Mm -hmm. that are non-work activities yeah Like, we'll go to happy hour, we'll go to breakfast or lunch and celebrate people's birthdays. Mm -hmm. Um, We did, like, a team building night and went and made earrings and had some wine. another event coming up in a couple weeks here. Oh, for my birthday event. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So, like, I bought some tickets for a fun event that I thought all the girls would enjoy. And so we're all going to meet and have, like, happy hour and then go to a show. And so it's great 
to have community in the office Mm -hmm. or whatever your office, I'm using air quotes, like whatever that looks like. If you and your team are meeting at a co-working space or a cute coffee shop every week, well, also do stuff that is non-work related because that's going to make the culture of your team and your group of people or whoever, like whatever that looks like. There's no rules to what that looks like. Yeah. But you're going to be fostering a deeper connection with those people if you're doing things that are also outside of just your day-to-day grind. Something, I know that was all three, but I want to add something just to kind of think think about here is what if you looked forward to every day that you went in and saw your human beings in your team, like in person? Because I do. Like I was actually just, I'm going to cry. I was actually just having this conversation with Ryan on the way over here. And I shared this with you and Carrie. I think the last time I was here, maybe a week ago. Anyways, like driving in and being excited. I'm excited to be around these humans. I'm excited to be in this working environment. I'm excited to be around this energy. This is going to feel good. It's not the shit. I got to get there. I got to do this. It's like, I'm so excited where I'm going. I almost forget about the rest of it. Yeah. And what if that could be your situation? Your every day. Your every day. And yeah. sure, some days, like, you no one wants to go do something, right? But overall, like, it feels good. Yeah. So find that. Foster that. Yeah. That's what I'm going for. It does not have to look like what it always looked like. <laughs> yes. So Pantyhose and all. Pantyhose and all. If you ever want to <laughs> just reach out and pick our brains about, yeah. like, what come, our office see, setting looks like. we do. I'll, like, we'll send you a little video of our office. Like, reach out. We'd yeah. love to have a conversation about this. Yeah, totally. If you yeah. ever want to bring snacks to podcast recording day, feel free. Um, spe- <laughs> and did. <laughs> Dessert, coffee, you know, whatever. No, but really, I hope that this helped. If you're kind of stuck in that place of I'm not sure what to do or I don't feel like I can get what I need to get. Should. Or you you're should. You're shooting should, all over yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're probably fine just where you're at. Yep. Really. So, all right. Well, Beth, do you want to take us out? Until next time, Bus Bench Babes, keep your face off a of bus bench. And keep being the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a of Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.